You're listening to 5FM Extra Loud Mornings. Wake it up. 7am to 10am. 5FM. All right, let's be honest. Part of getting the job and making the money is making sure that you can get in the door. And part of that is having a CV. So we are joined by registered psychometrist and owner of Holliston, Marjena Almendro, um, again on the show. Marjena, thanks for joining us. How's it, Nicole? It's so good to be with you this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Jen, I'm sure you've had a lot of people um, approach you with, um, I suppose, getting jobs and finding jobs, uh, but you've recently written a blog about not having a professional writer for your CV. Why, when there are so many automated systems these days that go through the CVs before it even gets to the manager or the person who's who's hiring? <laughs> Okay, so it sounds like a bit of a counterintuitive blog yeah. because I am a professional CV writer. Well, but the whole reason that I wrote it is because I wanted to empower the audience that, hey, I can teach you the tactics that you can write your own kick-ass CV. Hmm. Okay, so when it comes to writing your own CV, what would you say, uh, I mean, do you need a professional CV writer? Or was, was this whole blog like just to say, like, actually, no, you should hire me? Or do you think that people can, can get the job by doing it themselves? Sneaky, sneaky. Um, okay, so the top reasons why people would recruit for CV writer is because point one, they don't have the time. Okay, people are busy, they are working, you know, things are hectic, families, whatever, so they don't have time. Point two is that this is a skill, and like any skill, Nicole, you can acquire it. So if you've got the tenacity and the energy, you can certainly learn how to write your own CV. And, I mean, I can teach you some tips and tricks with regards to that skill. So that's why someone would employ a CV writer, because they don't have the skill and they don't care to learn it. But it's not that difficult, okay? Mm. The third reason as well is that people come from a plethora of different environments. So if you're not from an HR environment, you may not specifically know those keywords or psychological competencies that are sought after. A whaty, whaty, (laughs) whaty? Okay, so we all know that is SEO, right? Yes, search engine optimization. So it's very similar in terms of keywords, okay? Uh, when we draft a job description for a potential role, we are paying attention to what's called psychological competencies. And those are skill sets like, let's say, EQ, leadership capability, interpersonal skills, mm. stakeholder management, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to dumb it down and make it easy for you to remember that you just need to take heed of what are the keywords. Let's scrap psychological competencies. What are the keywords that are required for this job? Yeah. Yeah. So, so what are they like? Is it, does it like? Can I Google like keywords for being? I don't know the account executive or keywords for like. How do you know what the keywords are? Okay, so it's all in the JD or what we refer to as the job description. Okay. So you can absolutely you know use Google. It is your friend. Type in job description for account executive, uh, graphic designer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I'm going to teach you a trick here. Okay, you know that little thing called LinkedIn? Mm. Mm -hmm. Shame on you. Seriously, open up an account. It's free. It's easy to use. Everybody who's everybody is on LinkedIn. And what you're going to do is you're actually going to use LinkedIn as your Google. Okay? You're going to a job. 
And as soon as you search for a job, let's say it is psychometrist, mm. it's going to pull up a job description that outlines all of those key keywords that you need to match your profile to. Wow. It's that easy. Okay, so A, you need to, you have to have a LinkedIn account. I'm sorry, yeah. LinkedIn to me is the most boring, mundane. It's like, it's, like, it's like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook for people who don't have lives. I'm sorry. But like, and they're trying to show everyone how, how great they are in their work. I'm like, oh, do me a favor. No, 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 Nicole, babe, you've got it wrong here. LinkedIn, it's it's not, look, I know on the surface level, you're like, oh my gosh, it's a bunch of boring professionals, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? Your listeners, they do something. They hopefully do something they love. Hopefully. Or they hopefully, (laughs) (laughs) they hopefully want to be doing something that they love. Yeah. Studied something. So everybody's got an interest, right? Mm. Now, LinkedIn is the opportunity to actually link in with other professionals that align to your interests and your skills. And people are sharing really amazing content. Okay, so that's the whole social media thing. It's not just about being social, but it's about actually getting the work out there. Mm. So, yeah, and I mean, don't just think of LinkedIn, hey, it's a a work opportunity. It's an opportunity to share your own content. Um, I'm sure with you being in social media, you'll know the the social media rule, right? Um, Yeah, sure. (laughs) Okay, okay. Let me spell it out for you. So, 90% of the global population consumes online content. Yes, 10% makes the content. Oh, Okay, 9% shares that content. 1%, 1% actually creates that content. Uh, what you want to be doing, not just on LinkedIn, but on other forums as well, is you want to be creating that content so that you can get some traction. People are taking notice. Who the hell is Nicole De Silva? You see mm. what I'm saying? Okay. All right. So now, not only do I need to know the keywords, but I need to be a content creator. You're just making life very stressful, Mojena. I was trying to help people. All right. Now what I'd like to find out um, is important things to remember when you are writing your CV. So maybe things that you should include or not include and the biggest myths. Jen, can you start with the first one? Important things to remember when you are writing. Things to leave out. Like, do, do people need to know what my matric results were? Do people need to know, like, what sporting activities I take part in and recreational things? things I get up to, my achievements, like how, how important is it to, to have these, I don't know, random things? Oise, uh-uh, Nicole, no, 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 no. So the most important things that we need to remember on the CV is obviously your name. That would be great. Mm. Uh, details include things like your marital status or your ID number. And I know that sounds crazy, but as we move into, you know, 2020, this is what recruiters and clients want to see. They want to see your name and surname. They want to see where you uh, live. So it doesn't have to be Unit 53 XYZ, Mm -hmm. just Gauteng, Johannesburg, whatnot, a contact name uh, number as well as your email address and a link to your LinkedIn. Okay, that's important. The other stuff... Okay, yes. so no, so no marital status, no ID number, so that they not they don't have to check up on my my speeding fines and stuff. Okay, can I tell you a trick? Yeah, your CV needs to be written in such a way that it captivates that person that they want to call you up and be like, "How's it? How you doing? Um, you know, let's have a chat because I actually need to get your ID number to run a criminal check, for example." Um. So you're little hooks there so you captivate your audience make them want to talk to you because Nicole it's far more difficult to say no to a person 
in person or over the phone than it is to say no to a person on paper. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got you. Okay, so important things you said, uh, again, LinkedIn. I can't handle it. Uh, but email address, contact number, full name. What else do we need to have or not have? Okay, so just under that, you're going to put your profile, okay? This is no more than 500 words, 250 words at best, where you're basically encapsulating who you are and what you can offer. Mm. Now, this CV is all about you, right? Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. Okay. It's about you what you can do for them. It's what you can do exactly. for them. Yes. Hey, sister, you yes. should be a professional CV writer. No, I'm good. Thanks. You're very good. You're very good. So, um, yeah, that is your executive summary written in third person. It's not, I am this and I'm such an amazing leader, X, Y, Z. Actually, you know, astute problem solver with strong leadership capabilities. You need to write in third person. Wow. Uh, didn't know okay. that. Okay. Third person. So now we, okay, cool. And then, the okay. Th- okay, I'll let you finish. <laughs> right. So then you can go through your experience. Never, ever go more than two pages, Nicole. So even if you've been in business for 20 years or for two years, you're going to keep it to two pages. Hmm. The most detail is going to be written with your current role and then less and less detail as you go along. Okay. You can highlight, of course, very important, your education, where you studied. You can highlight a couple of courses which are credible, not just, you know, hey, Canva.com, I did it for free, but some credible courses that you have uh, uh, done in the past. Mm. And uh, you can outline your skills, your hard skills, such as proficient in Microsoft Excel, as well as your soft skills, such as a student problem solver. Last but definitely not least, put in your references. But this is a gray area. Again, this is another trick. Okay, you want that person to pull you up. Yes. So you can be available upon request. Because once that person engages with you, here's how fabulous you are on the first one to see more. Okay, so get them to pull you to say, hey, mm. I need your references. All right, to bring you up to speed, we are talking about writing a CV and whether or not you should have a professional to write it for you in this day and age. A lot of people are looking for jobs or extra jobs or side hustles. We have registered psychometrist Marjan Almendro, who's helping us out. And just to summarize so far, you don't need to have a professional CV writer. You can leave out things like your ID number. Um, definitely leave out your marital status and marks that you got for certain courses and things, but maybe say that you did those courses. Am I right so far, Jen? Absolutely, 100%, Nick. And uh, summarizing everything so that it's only two pages and yes. and speak about yourself in the third person. So not I, 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 me, 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 this is what I've done, but like... Mm. Um, how did, you, how did you give us an example of, of writing in third person again? Okay, so you're not going to say, I am an amazing leader and I engage with people well. You're going to say something along the lines of demonstrated leadership capability through the management of three direct reports. So, you know what, Nicole, like I said before, it's not about you. It's about the other person. What can you do for that recruiter? What can you do for that client? Mm-hmm. You've really got to empathize, step to the shoes of a business owner, and take a mindset, why should I hire me? Why would I want me to be on my team? What can I do for the other person? So it's not about me, 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 how great I am. Mm-hmm. It's about what I can do for you. 
Got you. Uh, we did get a question sent in here saying, is it recommended to have a photograph of yourself on your CV? What do you say about that? So it really depends on the industry that you're applying for. If more creative industries, perhaps you know, you're going into media, uh, digital, along those lines, perfectly fine to have a photograph. The rule of thumb, however, is that a photograph is actually not needed on a CV. South Africa is quite with that, but if you are looking at uh, other countries, if you are looking at opportunities abroad, definitely leave the photograph out. Okay, so if you're looking for opportunities abroad, leave the photograph out. Yes. All right, got you. And then also, if you are, I suppose, putting in a photo, it should be something that's appropriate. It shouldn't be you in a bikini with a drink in your hand. Probably a good head and shoulders with a plain background, yeah? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Sure, there's lots LinkedIn of... LinkedIn profile, as well as your CV. Mm. You're going to use the photograph against a white background and the dark colors that you wear the better. Ladies, please have some nice makeup on. Make sure your hair is clean. Doesn't matter if it's up or down. Gentlemen, if you do have a beard, please, it can't be a big bush. Please, honey bunnies, no one likes that. Mm. Make sure it's nice and sculpted. Uh, otherwise, if you do clean shaven, clean hair, and like I said, dark clothes against a white background. Uh, we've got uh, another question here sent in via voice note. If you, uh, hope th- I'm pretty sure you should be able to hear it. Let's see. This is anonymous from somewhere in the country. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree to disagree when it comes to getting a professional to do your resume. But um, for me, one key thing that has stood out for me when I have been sending out my, uh, my resume is uh, let it be creative. Have it as your own signature. It represents you. That's your identity. That's what you're selling. And, um, and, and it's worked. So, I mean, being a creative person, um, you want it to stand out. You want to show what work you can actually uh, showcase to to the potential job as well as your skill set so that's something that um, will help and also what I've done in interviews is that I turn it around and uh, if I don't get the job then I can at least try and get them on a contractual basis so that I at least have a client so I turn it around and basically say hey what is it that you need in your company this is what the skill set is also a form of a business consultancy that I also want to try and incorporate into those interviews so it's not about selling your soul it's about um them needing you you know type of thing so that's that's how i basically look around it mm. Marjana, any feedback on that absolutely i've got so much feedback so love what anonymous said thank you so much for your voice note and it's really being the scratch to someone's itch which is kind of what he alluded to so it's not about me it's about you know scratching that that pain point that my client is experiencing I just want to also categorically quickly state that he respectfully agrees to disagree with me. So I am saying it's not necessary to recruit a professional CV writer, you know, because you can uh, upskill yourself. I'm teaching you these tactics. Mm. But if you don't have the time, the tenacity, you don't want to learn the skill because you're a busy professional, that is when I say, hey, go for it. But please just remember these things. Mm. It's about these core things. It's not about a pretty CV. If you're going to recruit someone to do your CV, please don't do a graphic designer, okay? It's not about how pretty your CV looks. It's the content of the CV. If you're going to recruit someone, don't go for someone that's going to charge you 50 bucks, okay? Because 
no one in their right mind is going to charge so little for something that is credible. Mm. Goldilocks rule here, okay? Don't go too cheap. Don't go too expensive. Go for just right. You know the porridge that yeah. says just... Okay. But, yeah, and look at people's testimonials if you're going to recruit someone. Look at their portfolio of work and look at their background. Do they actually know what the hell they're talking about? That's actually another question that came in. Um... Uh, who I'm not sure who sent it in, but they say, Hi, regarding the CV, what are your views on not just employer reference, but client references? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the most important thing is that that person has to know that they are a reference. Okay. They're absolutely welcome to include client references or employer references with permission. If it's a client of the employer, uh, okay, but if it's something that you've done some contract work for, Absolutely, 100%, but the permission. Got you. Beautiful. Marjana, I think that's a, a good place for us to wrap it up. Um, if people want to find you, maybe get you to help them with their CV or any, um, I suppose, psychometrist work, um, how do we do that? Okay, thank you so much, Nicole. So, yes, here at Holiston, we offer career coaching. We offer professional CVs. We offer a plethora of different things. Please get in touch with us. Our website is www.holiston.com. I'm going to spell that. It's H-O-L-I-S-T-A-N. And, Nicole, just also, you know, hashtag doing good is good business. It's a hashtag that we started earlier this year with the COVID pandemic. Mm. We've actually made available a lot of free resources on our website to help job seekers at this time. Beautiful. So we've actually available our professional TV, uh, CV templates. Uh, we've got an ebook on how to go about job seeking under these conditions. We've got lots of ebooks, business plans, lots of free resources. So please hook up with us on our website. Otherwise, follow us on Insta, Welcome to Holiston, or look us up on any other social media platform. You can find us at Holiston. That's registered psychometrist Marjena Almendro joining us for 5FM's Extra Loud Mornings. Get busy. You're listening to 5FM Extra Loud Mornings. Wake it up. 7am to 10am. 5FM.